Hi, how are you? I'm Monica Sancio, vegan fit. Who are you? What's your name? What are you up to? Why do you want fit motivation? Are you fit already? You want just a little bit more of somebody pushing you to excel, to be at your next level? Or are you absolutely out of shape and out of motivation and you don't even know where to start? Or maybe you're like me, that you're usually self-motivated, but you need to push. You need to push yourself and you just want to learn some strategies, some things that may work for you. Well, of course, this is for the long run. And every day I'm going to try to give you at least a lot of high energy. Woo! Yes, and I'm going to be excited. Yes, even on bad days in quotes, remember? The bad days, we turn into good days. And we're grateful. And yes, we get well soon. Like yesterday, I didn't feel my best. I was not even at 100%. And yet, I worked through it. I pushed myself. I did the podcast. Maybe not my best. Like I say, it's like, okay, you push yourself through workouts sometimes. And yeah, sometimes you can just say, not today, maybe tomorrow. In fact, I had recordings for today and nope, I postponed them. Why? Because I wasn't at my best. I'm still not perfectly at my best, but I feel so good already and so much better. And I just want to share with you how excited I am to just be healthy. And that is priceless. And if you're healthy, you've got everything gained. It's like you can make your dreams come true just by being healthy. And yes, I was reading about all these interesting things, the telomeres. And yes, I found this article on Forbes. It's called Six Science-Backed Ways Exercise Benefits the Body and Brain. And I think if you don't get excited, if you don't get motivated with this information, I would just go, woo, let's do this. Let's do it again and again and again. Yes, it's so important. And there's many articles on the internet, but I like this one in particular. And the author is Alice Walton. She's a contributor. And uh, she starts by saying that some people actually love physical activities and look forward to it. But for many of us, exercising is a mighty drag. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna go over it. And especially I'm gonna get to the six science-backed ways exercise benefits the body and the brain. And science tells us that yes, we should probably keep exercising forever <laughs> okay number one it reduces inflammation and therefore cancer diabetes and you know uh, she says this one is a big one since inflammation may be an underlying cause of a wide range of diseases and disorders in both body and brain exercise is known to reduce a number of inflammatory markers like c-reactive protein crp and interleukin il6 which are linked to a number of diseases this is so interesting you see i had not read that before and yes this is Susie hong that says the thing about exercise is that it has a multitude of effects on many different organs and systems okay she studies exercise and the immune system activation at the uc san diego school of medicine I love San Diego, by the way. Woo! Okay, so often it is difficult to pinpoint which organ systems are influenced and which ones are not with which specific effect for what conditions. Anti-inflammatory effects of exercise are likely one of the underpinning of its effects against cardiovascular disease, diabetes, certain cancers, neurodegenerative conditions, and more. That is so interesting. So what I love about this article is that each one of these six benefits is backed up by science and somebody sustaining not only the theory but the practice of how it really works. And it talks about more studies in her lab and you can read the article on Forbes by Alice Walton, okay? 
um, what is the bottom line of this first effect uh, that as anti-inflammatory of exercise, which is awesome. I love it, yes, and I'm gonna do some exercises later on today is a workout once in a blue moon won't do it she says you really have to exercise regularly yay since hormone levels largely return to baseline after you exercise that said there's an effect that accrues over time which is what you want to harness by being active at least a few times a week okay what i caution readers is not to view our results as one 20 minute moderate exercise will be a cure for all anti-inflammatory conditions says hong I agree with you, okay? These significant immune effects were observed, we observed, occurred immediately with one bout of exercise and likely will occur each time one exercises. So every time you exercise, you'd see this effect, which will be cumulative over time. Okay, okay, this is interesting. So first it was the CRP, the intern leukin 6, then the participants um, were measured for levels of TNF and an, an inflammatory marker before and after exercise. And the other exercise uh, tests were done on the immune cells. This is so interesting. I'm going to go deep into this. I don't know if you're as curious as I am, but it's like, oh my God, I got to know more about that. Now that I'm going to know it by heart, like these people are already doing because it's their job and they're at the lab and they're doing this for us to uh, more exercise in our lives to increase it and I would say the government might use it to motivate people to do it but yeah I agree with not giving those ridiculous guidelines of you know magic exercises like you don't have to do anything you don't have to move you can just go to the gym twice a week and it's going to be done no no um, fitness is much more than just a workout okay but this is absolutely interesting and number two it reduces the risk of heart attack and stroke. Although the cardiovascular effects of exercise are partly related to inflammation, they still deserve their own category. Exercise is one of the best illustrated things we can do for our hearts, and this includes markers like blood pressure and cholesterol, in addition, the physical structure of the heart itself and blood vessel function. Studies, you see, and it links to the studies, which is awesome. I love it. Thank you so much, Forbes. Okay, and thank you so much to the author, Alice. Okay, that's really good. These studies have suggested that 30 minutes per day is good enough to keep the heart in shape, while others have suggested we do more than this to get a real effect. Some have found that light activity is even enough to help the heart, but not all research confirms this, so it's a little hard to tell how levels of activity affect heart health over the long term. Additionally, too much exercise has also been shown to be stressful to the heart. So all this is to say that there's probably a sweet spot somewhere in the middle for optimal cardiovascular, cardiovascular health. <laughs> I love it, I love it. That sweet spot in the middle. That works for many things, doesn't it? Mm, moderation, moderation. Yes, I think it's very wise to be moderate. I love excess, so I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm perfect at this, not at all. So let's keep reading, and how about if we learn together, okay? Because to tell you the truth, I am learning many things right now, in this moment. I knew that it slowed aging, you see? But what this article says is so interesting, way beyond the typical articles that you see here and there. And what it says is the following. Exercise has long been correlated with a longer life, but it's only recently started to become clear why this might be. 
studies like a new one in the journal Preventive Medicine, which found that exercise is linked to longer caps at the ends of chromosomes. You know, I studied biology and I, I am remembering some of this, the telomere. Okay, so let me go on, okay? Uh, yeah, so exercise, longer caps at the ends of chromosomes, and this has helped to flesh this out a bit more. These caps, called telomeres, naturally shorten as we age with, with each cell division. People who live a long time have telomeres that are in better shape than those who don't. Oh my goodness, okay Monica, focus on... But there's a lot we can do to affect the rate at which they shorten over the years. The team behind the new study looked at data from the CDC's National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey and found that for people who exercised regularly, their telomeres were 140 base pairs longer on average than sedentary people's, which correlates to being years younger than their sedentary peers. Okay, and yes, telomeres are really hot. Uh, it talks about another study from Mayo Clinic on this, so definitely you want to exercise to be younger. Nine years younger approximately is what I read someplace. Next, it triggers the growth of new brain cells. Yes, 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 you remember before we, we thought that we couldn't grow any more neurons? That's false, okay? Let me keep reading, guys. This is particularly a cool one. Neuroscientists used to believe the brain was the only organ incapable of growing new cells, which partly makes sense since we need our brains to be relatively stable over time, to keep our memories intact and to keep us us. But in recent years, it's become clear that the brain too can grow new neurons in a process called neurogenesis. And what seems to spur the growth of new neurons, perhaps above other activities, is aerobic exercise. Other things like meditation and antidepressant medication have also been shown to trigger brain new cell growth. Really? Meditation? Yes. But the medication? That's so weird, isn't it? The area of the brain that seems most capable of growing new cells is the hy hippocampus. Okay. Uh, that's the seat of learning and memory. It's also the area that's known to shrink in depression, in particular in dementia. So the fact that we may have some control over this health thing is really exciting. Oh, by the way, this is what I do when I'm not sure about the pronunciation of something. Because, yeah, in Spanish, when I studied biology, it was like a hippocampo. Okay, here's hippocampus. So let me make sure I'm pronouncing it right. And this is part of my practice, too. Because when you teach, you learn. And just reading with you is more exciting just than just reading it for myself. And what it says, uh, let's see, Wikipedia? No, it doesn't even tell me. Well, anyway, you guys feel... Uh, Feel free to correct me if you want. Okay, this is very exciting for me to be reading. These six science-backed ways that exercise benefits the body and the brain. Okay, did you know that it helps treat depression and prevent it? Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that depression is now the leading cause of disability across the globe, there are disturbingly few effective treatments. And the ones that are effective for a person often take time and trial and error to find. Interestingly, Exercise has been shown to be as effective as other forms of treatment for some types of depression. Studies have consistently shown that physical activity can help treat depression and, on the flip side, that low activity levels are a big risk factor for it. The antidepressant effect of exercise seems to be moderated in part through serotonin, the brain chemical that's targeted with some antidepressants, and in part through bone-derived neurotrophic factor, right, BTNF. 
And this goes back to the generation of new cells mentioned earlier. Exercise, through various mechanisms, seems to make the brain more plastic and more capable of growing new cells. Wow, wow, amazing. Okay, did you know this? Exercise reduces dementia risk. Well, if you didn't know, <laughs> now you know. This may be the most worthwhile reason for exercising that there is. Studies have shown how people who exercise are at a significantly reduced risk of developing dementia like Alzheimer's disease. And even for people who started exercising relatively late in life, brain volume can actually increase over time as can scores on memory tests compared to people who don't exercise. So yeah, <laughs> being active as we age can play a role in cognitive function and reduce the risk of disease such as dementia and Alzheimer's, says Amanda Pallick, a postdoctoral researcher at the Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Okay, that sounds amazing. And again, the hippocampus shows up here. She says, uh, research has explored several mechanisms finding that exercise can increase synaptic plasticity and strength of nerve impulses in the brain and have positive effect on the hippocampus, okay? And remember, if you're listening and learning like I am right now, the hippocampus is where the learning and the memory takes place, okay? And that's it. How much do you really need? Exercise has been shown to reduce not only the risk of diseases, but also the mortality risk that they confer. Researchers have pointed out that if people exercise more, this change could reduce a huge number of deaths worldwide. For instance, they've calculated that over half of all the deaths from cancer might be prevented with regular exercise. Oh my goodness. But again, it's not so clear how much we need. The usual recommendations are 115 minutes per week of moderate activity, but as mentioned, that part is still up for debate. Some research suggests we need more than this to reap the benefits, while others suggest that every little bit helps. Most research shows that there is no lower threshold for health benefits, says Pallet, meaning that some activity is better than none, and even small increases in activity will bring substantial benefits. Substantial benefits. Yes, physical activity has a fantastic ability to act through multiple physiological pathways in the body, making it a great bang for your buck. <laughs> I love how it ends because it was something that I wanted to tell you too. It may be best to start small and build up from there. Finding what feels right, a place that's challenging but not painful, may be the best gauge of all. Ta-da! And you could follow her, the author, on Twitter and on Facebook, okay? Remember, her name is Alice Walton, and she wrote this really great article. Congrats, congrats. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys, for listening, for bearing with me, because, yeah, some of the words I'm not really familiar with yet. But I'm going to do some more research, and I am particularly interested in the anti-inflammatory studies, okay? Like if I click on it, okay, where it says that 20 minutes is pretty good. This is on Science Direct, okay, sciencedirect.com. I guess my internet is a little bit slow, so I might not be able to tell you here. But yeah, the article is called Inflammation and Exercise, Inhibition of Monocytic Intracellular TNF Production by Acute Exercise Via beta 2 adrenergic activation okay and then it has the highlights oh my goodness this is so good and they do this in vitro wow the abstract starts by saying regular exercise is shown to exert anti-inflammatory effects yet the effects of acute exercise on cellular 
sedentary inflammatory responses and its mechanisms remain unclear. <laughs> so they tested the hypothesis. Oh my goodness, this is totally biology. This reminds me of my thesis and it's not so easy to read on a podcast that is for fit motivation, but man or woman, if you're not motivated already to get moving and exercise, I don't know what is gonna do it for you. Seriously, it's like, geez, it's for free. We don't need to pay anything. We don't need to pay any pills. We don't need to pay doctors. Just get moving. Seriously. Come on. What are we waiting for? Why are we so lazy sometimes? Yeah, I was kind of lazy yesterday. I told you I didn't feel so good. Okay, but still, I could have done some yoga and I didn't. And so, you know, I have my days. I'm not perfect at all. Are you? <laughs> what I'm saying is, come on, guys. Let's get inspired. Now we have the information. It's not enough. We've got to act on it because... You know, it's a delusion to think that just because you know the theory or you know it, I don't know, maybe much better than these people that I mentioned, these doctors, these PhDs, uh, you may know the theory, but it's not about theory and it's not even about debate. It's about, hey, let's get physical, physical. Okay, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, where's my... my <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, my sense of humor. Sense of humor is awesome when you exercise, that's for sure. And I love, love, love life. I do, I do, I do. I'm in love with life. I'm in love with my body, that it can move. The bones, the muscles I told you about on yesterday's podcast. It's like, how could I not be grateful? Because the body's my temple. So yeah, come on. Use it or lose it. Let's listen to these people. Do something about it, okay? For your body, for your brain, for the planet, for the animals, for your kids, for your grandkids, for your husband, for your wife. I don't know who you are right now, but you know, whoever, your significant other, your friends, your cousins, your nephews, your aunts, your uncles, your, your nieces. I don't know. Love you, love you, love you. Love and light. Mwah.